Hi and welcome to episode 5, Belief Work for Small Business Owners. But it also applies just as well if you're wanting to bring your purpose out into the world or for your profession, in any area of your life where you feel like you're not showing up in the best way that you possibly can, this episode's for you. Kia ora, I'm Megan Kerr, mindset coach and meditation teacher. This podcast is here to help you unwind self-doubt, people-pleasing, imposter syndrome and overwhelm so you can step into the confident leader you were born to be. Women, it is time to bring your purpose into the world in an impactful way without sacrificing your well-being. Are you ready? Let's begin. Unless your actions in your business are backed by belief, by a clear and strong belief in yourself and what you're offering, you'll struggle to get the results that you're looking for. Or you'll get some results, but it'll be painfully slow or painfully exhausting for you. And if you notice yourself looking for the the next planning tool, the next strategy, the next whatever it is that's going to be the action for you to take, and you're feeling overwhelmed in this, then this is an area around your beliefs for you to look into as well. Burnout is amplified when what we're doing in our business and the actions that we're taking are not backed by strong belief in what we're saying, what we're putting out into the world. If that's the case, what shows up is a conflict between the actions we're putting out into the world and what we're actually believing about those actions and about ourselves, the person that's carrying out those actions. So let me explain a little further. For example, if you don't believe that selling is easy, fun and supportive for your client, for the person that you're selling to, but in fact you believe that selling is actually gross or needy, graspy, then when you put out a sales offer, whether you're in person and meeting people or you're online and you're writing posts, emails, then what actually has the most volume when you make that offer is your beliefs about selling and your beliefs about yourself and what you are selling. You might have an inner narration of, oh, actually, no one really wants to buy this training from me, often accompanied by a sinking feeling in your heart or your gut. The price is too high for them. They can't afford it. I'm not experienced enough. Whatever the flavor of the moment is for you. And then you're out there, you're meeting people, you're telling them what you do, you're making offers, or you send the emails to your list selling your training, for example. And what your people are feeling, the people that are receiving your communication, what they're feeling as they read your emails or hear your words, they're feeling the underlying beliefs that you're carrying. And although they might not consciously think it, they're feeling it and they're not feeling the attraction towards your offer, towards what it is you are selling them right? Because whatever it is you're selling, you are there to solve a problem for your client, for your customer, whatever that problem is. But so very often our limiting beliefs about ourselves, about our offer, and whether we can deliver it, get in the way of that. So 
frame it like this. Your limiting beliefs are actually getting in the way of you being able to help as many people as you could possibly help. They're receiving all your subconscious cues that are actually in conflict or the opposite of what your words are. So you put your offer out and there's words that explain that, but the beliefs that you carry underneath the surface, they don't match that. They're incongruent. And that is what your potential customer, client, is feeling, is picking up on, even if they're not consciously aware of it. And that's repelling them away from your offer, definitely not magnetizing them towards it. So if you're in person, they're maybe picking up on your body language, the quality of your voice, your eye contact, and the same comes through in your emails, actually, or your social media posts. Think of it as the body language of your writing. There are subtleties in your writing and how you phrase a sentence that portray your lack of confidence in your offer. And because I know a lot of you are highly empathic and sensitive beings, when you're on the other end and you're the customer, you're definitely reading the energy of the messenger of the offer. So you'll subtly feel into their state when that email and post is being read by you. So if you're doing that in your everyday life, then it makes sense that your prospective customers are doing the same thing. And it doesn't mean that we need to really hype ourselves up and be rah, 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 super excited and pumped and pushing to get things happening. Not at all. You can be really magnetic to your potential customers when your incongruence, when your beliefs support the offer you're putting out in the world and are not in conflict with it. So let's look at some of the limiting beliefs that tend to block success. Whether you frame success as a certain number of clients a week, a dollar amount of sales per month, a certain level of uptake on your offer, understand how you measure success for you in your business. So what are limiting beliefs? Limiting beliefs are assumptions you have about yourself and your abilities that hold you back from fulfilling your goals. These beliefs have their roots in perceptions, which are very often not based in reality. However, we see them as reality. So we see them as hard facts, but actually they're perceptions about people, ourselves, the way the world works. A belief is just how we see the world and we believe it to be a fact. But because beliefs are actually perceptions, they're fluid and they can change once we start to pay attention to what's going on underneath the surface. So nothing holds you back more than limiting beliefs in yourself and what you can achieve. Our beliefs do in fact, in that way, shape our reality because our actions and the quality of our actions are often based on our self-belief or lack of. So here's some really common beliefs that if they're present for you, they're going, to be, they're going to be running the show a little bit and holding you back. Even if you are taking a lot of action, however many of these beliefs will cause us to slip into procrastination, perfectionism, overthinking, overanalyzing, and we need to balance those scales up 
with actually taking more action, meeting more people, making more connections. Here are some of these common limiting beliefs. So first of all, big one, not good enough. Almost every woman that I work with has that belief. So we do a process at the start of our coaching together and my client will you know, go through a process and there's some worksheets and there's some work that they do and it brings forward what are the limiting beliefs, self-perceptions, chronic emotional states, that kind of thing that we're going to resolve through our coaching work together and not good enough is almost always on there. I think it's been on there for every single client I've ever worked with. I'm sure there's somebody that doesn't have it or it's not framed in that way, but it is very, very common. And another one is fear of failure. And on the other side of that coin that also keeps us stuck is fear of success. Another belief, it's not safe to take up space. Fear of being seen. Any combo around that will keep you hidden. And even if you're, you are, say, posting on social media, because that's part of how we get our work out into the world, if fear of being seen is present for you, then the way you formulate your sentences, the language that you use, will come across with that subtle energy behind it because of the way the words are put together. Another belief is, I don't deserve good things. I have to get everything perfect. It'll be too tiring, exhausting. I'll have to work too hard to succeed. In my case, when I had healed my body from Crohn's disease, there was still some chronic fatigue kind of under the surface there. And so this was a big one for me because it actually held me back from committing to things I wanted to offer out into the world. So programs that were a particular length of time, a few months, something like that. Back in the earlier days when I was coming out of the Crohn's disease pattern, I held back because I was worried of what if I make this offer, people take up the offer and then I'm too tired, I'm not well enough to be able to follow through and deliver in the way that I that I want to deliver it. And so I would restrict myself from really making steps forward because I was quite focused on my physical energy, had I had enough rest and worried about what it would be like for me if that wasn't the case. Which is normal and natural after you've gone through illness or if you've got young children, how much sleep and how much energy you have becomes a high priority and something that we focus on. However, for me, it got past the point where it was useful and just became a belief that I carried with me. That if I get busy with my work and clients, if my business becomes successful, I'm going to be really drained and tired. So I had to unwind that and resolve that and replace that with something that was more useful, that was more serving to me, that meant that I was naturally able to keep expanding out in my business. Another limiting belief is I have to do it on my own or I don't have the skills or knowledge to do it. I don't know what I want is a very common one as well. And if that's showing up for you, just notice how much that's keeping you out of taking action 
because it's a belief that's really protecting us from failure, feelings of shame, all that hard stuff when we step out of our comfort zone and we try something new and, I don't know, we embarrass ourselves, we fall in our face, we we look back on it in a week or two weeks or a few months and, and think, oh no, I don't really look back on things now, I just sort of put them out in the world and move on. But that piece around I don't know what I want can actually be covering really deeply ingrained fear of failure, avoidance of shame, avoidance of uncomfortable feelings. So whilst it can be frustrating to feel like I just really do wish I knew my purpose, some people really do know their purpose, but many of us have had to just go, okay, I'm just going to follow this direction. I'm going to step off on this path. I'm going to see where it leads me. And it's either going to be something that is fulfilling I get some momentum with, I'm helping some people with, I'm getting my whatever out into the world, or it's not, but I'm moving forward. And if it's not, then I'll move to something else. The purpose that's downloaded is a bolt of lightning that we are so clear about what we're doing is not that common. It's more of a sense of I am bringing this quality into my relationships into my business, into my workplace. That's a more common experience of what our purpose is. So back to beliefs. If you have those beliefs, what are you going to do with them, right? So identifying them is something that's really helpful to do. You can write it down if it's new to you. Some of you might be listening to this and have a really clear sense of what the limiting beliefs are are for you but I would hazard a guess that there's a few sneaky ones underneath the surface as well that maybe it would be helpful to bring some awareness to those so that you have a more clarity around them because sometimes all it takes is awareness to free us up from it sometimes though it takes more and I'm really not the kind of person that goes in for affirmations My main reason around that is because normally when somebody is repeating affirmations over and over again, they're doing it from their mind, from the head. And actually for something to be real to our system, to be a perceived truth about reality, which is a belief, right? Affirmations are, we need to be able to feel it in our heart or our gut our nervous system, our heart and head are on the same page with it. They're in alignment with one another. When you lean into a more intentional belief and you really experience it in the fullness of your body, for me anyway, that's been a very different experience to when I've tried to do affirmations in the past. They've really just remained in my head as thoughts rather than as full-bodied beliefs which have the energy of emotion behind them as well or at least a sense of feeling with them and you might become aware that there's some limiting beliefs hiding under the surface for you if you are taking a lot of action or you have an endless list of actions but you're also feeling like oh I'm just not gaining traction if that's happening for you then looking at limiting beliefs 
is a really good place to turn our attention to. But it has to be in conjunction with actually taking action as well. Because if all we're doing is belief work and we're not taking action, we're not going out and meeting people, we're not meeting humans and talking to humans, and we can do that online as well. If we're not doing that and all we're doing is our inner work, then I can tell you right now that there's another belief there that's operating that is keeping you out of relationship with people because your business will grow when you connect with others, when you have those conversations, when you're meeting and connecting and conversing, whether it's online or it's in real life. Just doing belief work and trying to manifest, say, your three new clients this month is not going to get you where you want to go because life needs you to take the actions that are needed. And when you take those actions that is backed up by those intentional beliefs that you've leaned into, say if we've resolved, if we've resolved not good enough, and now I've I've worked for a period of time. So for me, I take clients through my creatrix coaching process, right? And so that belief not good enough will resolve really quickly just in one session and it will be replaced by something that is intentional that is empowering that speaks to you as a whole being in the wholeness of who you are and so for me it's just a really simple belief around actually I am good enough by the very fact that I am here on this planet living this life that's all I need that's all the evidence I need to know that I am good enough Because yes, I will make mistakes, I will fall over, I will do things not so great, I might even hurt people accidentally, things will happen that I won't be happy about, that I won't find joyful, but none of that can impact the solid conviction that I have within myself that I am good enough, not because of what I do, but just because I am me and you are good enough just because you are you. However, if that belief is running that not good enough belief, that will be hard to feel and hard to experience until it's resolved. So we've got this belief. So I've leaned into this intentional belief around I am good enough and I take those actions that I need to take to grow my business, to put my offer out there. And I've got that that confidence in that I am good enough. Can you imagine what that feels like to somebody who's receiving words from me, I'm making an offer to, I'm making a post to? In the first case, right, when that I'm not good enough belief is running, it feels something like, oh, so, hey, um, yeah, I've got this um, coaching package and, and it might be good for what, you know, what you've been talking to me about. And, and I think it, I think it might be quite helpful You could, yeah, you could um, give it a try if you want to or, you know, or I can send you to someone else if, if, you know, yeah, just, you know, you, you think about it. You think about it and get back to me. Versus, I think I exaggerated that, but it sounded like that way back in the day when I was first starting out. And that's okay, because we all grow through different stages in ourselves and our business, right? Versus I'm making an offer, 
I'm leaning into this belief that I know is the truth about myself that I am good enough and so I put my offer out into the world with that same confidence with that same conviction I have got this coaching package that is changing women's lives and I can help you with that it feels a lot different to the other one to the other way I was saying it right where I was trying to bring on that belief of I'm not good enough but it's not about pushing into someone else it's actually about resting into yourself into those intentional beliefs that you have developed for yourself so we bring awareness to those limiting beliefs we find our way to resolve them work with me or work on them yourself and then when I work with clients there's a natural replacement of an intentional belief that really serves them or just arise really naturally or you can create one for yourself and you can do that work to really lean into it and feel it until you start to believe it and you don't have to believe it 100% of the time all the time really loudly for yourself even a marginal improvement will make a massive difference in how you're showing up with your business how magnetic you are your capacity to be seen so you can imagine if you have that belief of I'm afraid of being seen or it's not safe for me to take up space can you imagine what it would be like then being on social media and sharing your offers on social media and I've experienced it as well you know if that's present then there's going to be some hesitation about what you share how often you share the words that you use as you share but when you resolve that belief around I'm afraid to be seen and maybe it gets we lean into that intentional belief of it's safe for me to be seen and my particular contribution to this world is needed right now if that's the case if I'm leaning into that if I'm feeling that within my body within my heart and my nervous system my brain and heart they're in alignment with it I'm then putting my offer out into the world from that place and I don't have to be shouting it from the rooftops or maybe I want to that could be fun too but I could be steady and present and in congruence and sharing what my offer is because I'm only really speaking to one person at a time to my next prospective client the next person that I'm going to help and when I lean into that for myself any self-consciousness any worry about what other people think all of that stuff goes into the background because I'm thinking about this person that is seeking a solution for their problem and I'm their solution so it's actually important that your work goes out into the world that your offer goes out into the world that you share about your offer you'll get a lot more traction if you slow down and look at the underlying limiting beliefs that might be influencing the actions that you're taking remembering this happens at a subconscious level so we're getting clues in our conscious thinking mind and we can kind of follow follow those threads because often we're not aware of our beliefs because they just feel like they're a part of us and it's not until we start rewriting them that we can see how much they were influencing our actions but that's growth right I'm so grateful for my business because it has 
helped me to grow sometimes painful growing pains but it has helped me to grow in a way that has been so life expanding for me so when we do the work of resolving those limiting beliefs leaning into intentional full body beliefs that we can actually relax into and slow down with and create and be playful with our offers and then we make our offer out into the world whether you have a brick and mortar business or you're a healer or you're offering coaching whatever it is when we've got that match up that marry up then the actions that we take they always reflect what our beliefs are if your actions aren't getting you the results that you need go and look at the beliefs do some work around your beliefs start revisiting them resolving them and leaning into more intentional beliefs and watch that magic happen let me know how you get on thanks for joining me on the podcast today have an amazing intentional filled with joy week can't wait to talk to you again bye for now Hey, thanks for joining me on the podcast. If you liked what you heard, tell your friends, share the episode. It all helps to get this information into the hands of other people that can use it to really unwind people-pleasing, imposter syndrome, self-doubt, because we can do without that anymore, right? We need to step up, step into being the leaders we were born to be. Have an amazing week, my friend.